want every young woman to know there's a place for you in America if you're pro-life. Yeah. If you embrace your religion and you follow traditional family structure, that you can go anywhere, young lady. That you can go That was Lindsey Graham. I like to call him Lady G. If you're nasty. Oh man, this pandemic sucks. It's Will. Hey guys, this is the Minefield 2020. You knew that though, because you clicked on this. Subscribe to the show if you want to, but if you don't, that's also okay. I want to tell you that we had a huge month, statistically, for the podcast. Um, October 2020 was our biggest month ever until we hit November. And the month isn't even over, and we've already topped what we did in October. And it's just a movement, you know. Tash Nash, aka Meditation Nation, is an uplifting, you know, collective experience that allows you to seek out and find the prosperity that you want in life. Our meditation can help you manifest that prosperity, um, and I think that's what's really clicking with people. We got some uplifting notes from the people involved in episode thirty. If you, uh, really. Uh, successful podcast. It's really taken the pod world by storm. If you haven't heard episode 30, um, which looking at the statistics, everyone's listened to it. But um, episode 30 is a story of a middle school boy's obsession with a scene in a movie where a dog vomits under the Christmas table. And that disturbed little boy grew up to be someone who went on to eventually create podcast gold as an adult. <clears throat> and this is just the story of that. So I got a note from my buddy uh, Steve who left his tape, uh, this tape of mine, in um, his dad's car. And uh, it was this tape of gross sound effects. And uh, Steve reached out and said that he listened to the podcast episode with his girlfriend and that she was like crying laughing at the dinner table. And I was super excited because I really love to make people laugh. And that's like the whole goal. That's the ultimate goal. And so I was super excited about it. And then the next day he wrote back and kind of clarified that she was not crying with laughter, but crying with the realization that the person she's dating was friends in high school with a guy who carried around a cassette tape that sounded like this. Ed? Any card? What's wrong with the dog? Oh, he's just yakking on a bone. He got it up. Oh, he's just yakking on a bone. He got it up. Yak, 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 yak. I don't think you do. Yak, yak, yak. You like movies about gladiators? And then his first listener reached out to me and said, thanks for the trip down memory lane. You know, your podcast brought back, you know, the good old days of that disgusting tape. And, and it was just really cool to have an interaction with them in the midst of this pandemic. It was really cool. We were here last week with a quick meditation episode from Driftwood Beach on Jekyll Island. And this one, this week, is going to focus on a couple of things. Our true crime aspects, um, the true crime aspects of our world here at the minefield, and UFO hunting. Um, But let's start with the true crime section. We're here partly because we're going to see if we can find uh, our old intern, Trey. He's been missing for basically the entirety of quarantine. The cops are sure that I have something to do with it, or that's what they say when they take my picture in the morning when I'm leaving the house. And there were rumors on Twitter that he's down here, and it sounds like he's hunting for UFOs. 
So we visited Alma, A-L-M-A, Alma, Georgia, to, well, to drive around and look for Trey. Uh, someone with a Twitter account that used Trey's given name, at Chaz Tolliver, started tweeting from Alma, Georgia. So we went to Alma to look for him. Unfortunately, the trail was ice cold. There were three places in town. There was a gas station, a bail bondsman, and a check cashing place that doubles as a bail bondsman. And none of them had seen hide nor white dreadlocked hair of Trey. So we headed just north of Alma, Georgia, to where, where we were searching for Trey. It's a little town called Baxley, Georgia. It's the home of our primary sponsor, Zaxby's in Baxley. Zaxby's in Baxley, Georgia. Now, the fast food chain Zaxby's is not a sponsor of the show. I have to point that out. But the location in Baxley, Georgia is a sponsor of this show. So, uh, tell me, how did you become involved with the Zaxby's Corporation? Well, uh, you know, uh, we got a lot of costs. You know, uh, over here at the minefield. it's it, We've got engineers. We've got uh, producers. My assistant, Tanya, who keeps my life organized. I don't know what I'd do without her. Thank you, Tanya. Uh, unpaid interns. Paid interns. Security, bandwidth, and graphic design. Monthly gear updates. And the only way we pay those bills is through sponsors like WeedMaps.com and Zaxby's in Baxley, Georgia. The, the chicken is crispier than the one on Atlanta Highway in Athens. There's like an extra dash of seasoning on the fries at the Zaxby's in Baxley, Georgia. It's faster than the one in Waynesville, North Carolina, which I'd love hitting up when I'm in the area. Um, it's even bigger than the one in Evansville, Indiana. I mean, it's 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 fantastic. If you're headed down the Golden Isles Parkway in South Georgia, go ahead and stop at Zaxby's in Baxley, Georgia, and tell them the Minefield Podcast sent ya. Now let's get into some UFO news. We're out here at Jekyll Island in Georgia doing a UFO hunt with the Southeast Georgia MUFON Society, the Georgia Mutual UFO Network Society. I'm leading the hunt this weekend. One of the guys brought a peyote vape pen that he charged up off his car battery the whole way down to Jekyll. So uh, that could be interesting. We're going to do that Friday night, I think. Uh, Thursday, though, we're looking for UFOs. Friday, we're looking for for UFOs. But we're also um, going to try uh, Gary's little pen, which I don't. I'm not. I'm not familiar with. But uh, the guys talked about it the whole way down and. Um, so whatever, we're here to hunt UFOs, though. Like we learned last week, Jekyll Island is a beautiful little island off the coast of South Georgia. There's a little bit of UAP, UFO, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, or Unidentified Flying Object history here in Jekyll Island. Now, uh, I'm going to put pictures of this on and links and stuff uh, on my Twitter account, which is at Strip Mall Karate. Uh, one of the highlights for me on MUFON.com for Jekyll Island sightings was from 2011, from April of 2011. There's a case number. It's got a ton of information, a description, two photos, which is really cool. And like I said, I'll post these on the Twitter account, at Strip Mall Karate. But from the description... Is this a UFO? I thought it was when I reviewed it today. I did not notice it there when I took the picture. I tried emailing the picture to you earlier... 
But when I hit submit, it said there was a virus and that the picture would not be sent. So I scanned the picture with MS Security Essentials and malware, and there is no virus. Hope it comes through. This is a good picture. Original is 9.51 megabytes. Thank you. Uh, that is a lot of information about your home computer for a UFO sighting. And usually you don't get that, but that's cool to have that too. And there's a couple of pictures there. There are uh, circular objects in the distance. This is the one, though, that um, that I really I thought was m the most informative. Um, and it's... Um, it's the second one that I found on MUFON.com from, from uh, Jekyll Island. We took the dog to the beach for a walk and some beach time for the three of us. That's just two people and a dog. And my wife was infatuated not with three. the suds coming off of the surf and blowing up the beach. We she took several to pictures. When we got home and I downloaded them this evening, one of them had a strange object in it. What could it be? I'm not even going to say what I think it is. Well, My wife it says that on the UFO the time thing. she took the picture, she didn't notice anything. We did notice that at about the same time, the dog got spooked and jumped up on a stump and would not come down. From a stump? All right. So, FYI, your wife calls them suds, but I believe it's actually called seafoam. It's created by the churning of seawater, especially when it contains higher concentrations of dissolved organic matter from sources like the breakdown of offshore algae. But that's not important. What is important is that ufology is a fickle and sometimes disappointing world to be a part of. And we are certainly a part of the UFO world here at the minefield. Our Jekyll Island UFO hunt was fruitless, though. We got clouds. We got rain. Uh, the second night, everyone did the peyote thing, and I checked everyone's notebook, and there were a lot of disturbing images in there from Friday night. I had no memory. That's why I checked everybody's notebook. I blacked out. Uh, Hobbit brought down um, a, a, a peyote uh, vape pen, and it was really powerful. And I woke up the next day with no memory whatsoever of the day before. And I was thinking, like, well, maybe we did see a UFO, or maybe there was contact, or like, what happened, or did I not see a UFO? And I just, I had nothing. I was just like, it was a blank slate. And um, as a certified rep of Northeast Georgia MUFON Mutual UFO Network, I am responsible for passing out and then later collecting and transcribing everyone's sighting diary, which is a standard notebook that UFO hunters carry with them. So I checked everyone's notebook. Uh, Gary, Kevin, Hobbit, Jojo, no mention of seeing any UFOs the whole time. Um, but for Friday night, there was all this like nightmare talk, and I was really surprised at how dark it got. Um, a lot of it, you know, a lot of it was strange. Like, JoJo's was written entirely in hieroglyphics. Um, looked for UFOs on Thursday night and saw some orbs. Then clouds moved in and a little rain. Went back to the condo and played some Switch. We had tacos from Tortuga Jack's and they were ground beef. Friday morning. 
had breakfast at Dairy Queen, and went to Driftwood Beach. I saw Will talking into his podcast-making machine, and he was doing a meditation. Some cranes were working on a boat in the ocean. I watched him for a while and then fell asleep. When I woke up, the sun was on me. In the afternoon, I smoked three vapes full of peyote, and then someone said I was crying. I didn't believe him, so I went inside and looked in the mirror, and I was crying, except it looked weird. I went back to the porch and fell asleep in the leaves. I woke up, and I was still having a nightmare. So I walked out to the picnic tables. Kevin was sitting there, and I told him about the nightmares that wouldn't let go, and he said, no one has time for my nightmares. They're too busy living in their own nightmare. Wow. Okay, that's really weird, and yet the handwriting is actually quite beautiful. Uh, then, underneath that, there's a bullet-pointed list called Kevin's Rules for Peyote Vaping in High Def, it says in parentheses. Don't make fun of people at all, especially for needing to write things down, like rules for when you vape peyote. Two, if you do go potty, always go to an inside type of potty. Three, if you don't make it to the inside bathroom and accidentally go potty in your pants, no one is allowed to make fun of you, even if you haven't written the rules down yet. Four, Jojo said that he was the ghost of the devil. And then there's this big star with a note, like an asterisk with a note that says, Idea. Let's start a website where we sell stars, like real estate on stars, and I'll take all the photos. And we can do a 360 virtual tour and put them on Zillow. So I guess there's a little bit of interstellar talk in the diaries there, but it was quite disturbing. And, um, you know, I would read you the other notebooks, but it's mainly like drawings and stains. And I'm not even sure how I would describe the drawings. Um, I'm pretty sure I would know how to describe most of the stains. But um, I'm still glad that we did this. You know, I got to come to Jekyll Island. I got to go to Zaxby's in Baxley, Georgia. I didn't find Trey. I did eat Zaxby's four times. I didn't see a UFO. But I did, you know, I did vape peyote off of a car battery. So, you know, it really kind of just depends on how you look at it. Also, Georgia lost. So, whatever. Um, pretty good week, though. Not going to lie. Pretty great week, actually. I'll see you guys soon. Signing off from Jekyll Island, Georgia. You're now leaving the minefield.